Welcome to The Inbox. On this series, we are chatting to decision makers and prospects about what their inbox looks like and how we can stand out from it. If you like what you hear on this episode and want to hear a few more juicy tips and structures to help you stand out and attract the attention of your prospects, then check out my Prospect Attractors Guide in the description link below. But enough promo for today. Let's crack on with this episode. So you're about to hear from Larry Long, who if you're not already following on LinkedIn, then you should definitely go and do that now. Although Larry is probably one of the most energetic and positive people that I've ever met and heard from, he still has some pretty honest and brutal views on prospecting today and what we need to be doing to stand out in that inbox. So here's what you can expect on this episode. Nobody talks like this. It made the world of difference. People can, they can smell BS from a mile away. They can also smell authenticity. When you're being yourself, whoever you really are in your emails, in your LinkedIn, in your phone calls, it makes a world of difference. People want to talk to real people who really care. So you're about to hear from someone who gets slammed daily by SDRs and has some pretty powerful tips around being authentic in yourself to book that meeting. Thanks for joining this episode and I'm excited for you to hear some juicy nuggets from Larry. So let's do this. So I'm looking to get insight into yours, the buyers you're chatting to, their inbox, as well as kind of the typical outreach you're seeing from other salespeople as well. Good deal. Good deal. Happy to be here, Charlotte. Thank you so much. So tell me a bit more about the messaging that the common messaging and that you're seeing from salespeople at the moment. And by me saying messaging, I don't just mean from your email. I also mean like the phone, LinkedIn, other many channels as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest with you. My my email inbox, the outreach is weak. <laughs> the messaging is weak. I don't want to paint a bleak picture, but there's certainly opportunity areas for improvement, aka there's a lot of weakness out there. Uh, so, I mean, that's what I'm seeing. When I look at my email box, uh, my favorite uh, action is delete, 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 delete. Like if there's nothing relevant, if there's not no relevance to me, uh, you're, you're not going to incent me to open up. When it comes to LinkedIn, oh, there's some people that are doing it well. I'm a big believer that it's about relationships. It's about that relevance. It's about showing me that you know me. Show me that you know me. And uh, there are some folks that are just, oh, cringeworthy, bad, that uh, don't get any engagement from me. They might be cast in a line, but this fish isn't biting. But for those people that do it well, wee, that's what I'm talking about, Willis. I enjoy seeing those folks that do it well. When you talk about the phone, uh, I don't get many phone calls, not, not from uh, sales reps that are reaching out. I think that's an avenue that a lot of people are scared of mm-hmm. uh, or just don't know how to deploy. Ah, no one's picking up their phone. How many calls did you make? Did you, did you send them a customized message? LinkedIn, did you send them an audio message? Did you send them a video? Did you send a funny GIF? Did your subject line pop? Sure, you got to do your research. Yeah, exactly. You spoke at the beginning about weak emails. I want to dig into this. What do you mean by weak emails? <laughs> when, when I'm able to tell that your email came to me and 30,000 other people, that's weak sauce right there. It's just a generic, 
here goes what we do. We're the best in the business. And my Steve Harvey, family feud voice, survey says, nah, <laughs> you get no love from me. I pretty much, you made my choice very easy. Delete, 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 delete. So that's what I'm seeing. Like I said, there's some people that do it well. The majority of folks have uh, room for improvement, which is a good thing. Uh, but hopefully we can see that change uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah. Talk to me about those who are doing it well. How are they capturing oh. attention? Oh, goodness. Those that do it well, they do their research. They, they know who I am. They know the problems that I face. They know what kind of business I run. I got people reaching out to me. It's like, did you even look at my LinkedIn profile? Did you even look at any of my activity? If you look at my activity, you can tell what I'm passionate about. It's not too difficult. I love my family. We just went to a football game. Ooh, you look through some of my posts. Wow, this guy likes golf. There's tons of ammunition out there. Now, not everyone is like that, but yeah. if you dig, you can see someone's background. Where did they previously work? What, what kind of stuff are they engaging in? All activity. Shoot, I had one guy, he was actually over across the pond. Oh, it was one of the most creative. He found an article I wrote about five years ago. He read the article and he shared with me, hey, here go the top three points that I got out of that article. I'm like, I had forgotten about that <laughs> article. For you to go back into the archives and actually read it and pick out what you got from it, mind blown. Do you think that I engage with them? 1000% yes. And I told him, I said, I've never had anyone do that. He said, exactly. No one's doing it. And that's why I'm so successful. <laughs> Mind blown tip right there. Listen up. Yeah, definitely. So this is like an example of like someone who's like massively stood out, but what does it actually take for you to reply to someone? You've mentioned about doing research, being relevant, but is it actually that much work for someone to get a reply for you? Are you quite difficult as a buyer or do you just want someone to kind of show them that you know them? Yeah, if someone takes the effort and I've been there before, you take the effort. I mean, all it takes really, I went to University of Maryland. All you got to do is say, go Terps and put a little turtle, uh, a, a little turtle gif and you got me because Maryland, I played baseball there. You can put a baseball gif. I mean, I'm pretty easy if you put in just a little bit of work. But what I found and what I've seen, most folks are lazy. Mm. It's like, why would I do that? I'm just gonna spray and pray. I'm gonna throw some spaghetti at the wall, see if anything sticks. And it's just, uh, you can smell BS from a mile away. It's funky, it's stinky, it ain't good. It's not a good representation from yeah. my perspective of what a true professional. If you call yourself a sales professional and you need to behave and act and carry yourself like a professional, it's amateur hour out there for a lot of folks. And hey, that might be uh, fun for you, but uh, are you getting any results? And if you are, whoa, I guess miracles do happen. Why do you think, like, it's clearly this, this approach, this spray and pray, the spaghetti on the wall, as you, as you describe it, it doesn't work and it hasn't worked for a very long time. And they must know that from the results they get. Why do you think people still do it? Charlotte, come on now. I like to live in my comfort zone. Oh, it feels so comfortable to be comfortable. You're telling yeah. me I got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable? I got to step out of my comfort zone? Hold on, you're telling me that I got to stir it up and actually do some work? 
I got to go and do a little bit of research. Oh, no, I, I want to get back to the olden days. I just want to, I think it's the definition of insanity. I don't know what Oxford or Merriam or Webster's Dictionary says, but I think insanity is doing the same daggone thing yeah. and expecting different results. And uh, I guess uh, you can say the sales profession is insane in the membrane. But for those folks that differentiate, those folks that put in the time and effort to do a little bit of research, to customize, to personalize, to make sure that their message has at least a chance to touch a nerve to that person on the other side, I would imagine that they're seeing results. I know when I get it, I at least engage. Does that mean I'm going to buy? No, but your goal is to get me on the hook to yeah. see if you can qualify or even disqualify me. But for the messages that go delete, 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 they're into the unknown. Don't get me singing. I'm, I'm having people crying over here. Do you think it's down to the rep? Or for example, if you're a graduate going into a new company, do you think it's down to the rep or is it more the manager that needs to be pushing this change? Both of them. <laughs> it's up to both of them. I'm not going to put all the blame on the rep. I'm not going to put all the blame on, on leadership, but it does. It starts at the top with leadership and we'll get started on a different topic here. Leadership. Who are your sales leaders? Oh, it was someone who did well as a rep. Now let's put them in as a leader. That's not a good leader right there. Just because you did well as an individual contributor doesn't mean that you can lead other people. Doesn't mean that you have the vision to be able to guide a team. But that's a whole different, that's another tangent right there. We'd have to take a U-turn to go around that. But I put the responsibility, if you're a professional, a sales professional, and I spoke to a group of students yesterday at NC State University, you've got to take responsibility. You, we can all play the blame game. But no, it's that person in the mirror. So yes, it starts from the top. It starts from the leadership. But I've got to make sure that I'm putting myself in the best position. Knowledge is so accessible. So accessible. I mean, all you got to do, my best friend is Google. <laughs> hey, Google, what, what does YOLO mean? I'm, I mean, I, I don't know what YOLO means. Had a guy last night. He said, ethos, pathos, logos. I said, I'm gonna have to Google that later. I got to figure out what you're talking about, Willis. And these were college students. They were like, who is Willis? And what <laughs> is he talking about? Yeah, it flew right over their head, but yeah, you got you to check the audience. <laughs> yeah. What would you say step one for someone, let's say they're in a situation, you mentioned about Googling these things, but let's say they're in a situation where they're not getting a huge amount of guidance from their managers. Like, What are the steps that they can do to understand how to better research and how to better personalize and stand out? Charlotte, there's a ton of resources out there. You go to Google and you look at sales development, you look at email. I mean, I, off the top of my head, John Barrows. Yeah. At the top of my head, Beck Holland. At the top of my head, Daniel Disney. I mean, the list goes on and on. Scott Leask has a Patreon. Kevin Dorsey, KD has a Patreon. There's information out there, but you've got to be proactive. It ain't the field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. No, you got to go get it. I'm looking for go-getters and go-givers. So go out there. The information is just waiting. It's, it's at the, the tip of your fingertips. It's, it's there. But if you just sit back, relax, listen to the A-track, you're, you're going to be in the same position that you were yesterday. You're not going to be getting better. So, I mean, it, the resources are out there. It's what do you do with it? I met a guy who used to work for Tony Robbins. 
And he shared something with me that stuck with me. The human being, like us as humans, mind, body, soul, is absolutely amazing. It's amazing. What humans do with that amazingness is oftentimes disappointing. Womp, womp. Think about it. We, yeah. we were made powerful. We were made amazing. But how many people actually step into their superpowers? How many oh, people actually live to their maximum? And that's the challenge. Anyone that's listening to this, that's the challenge. Are you up for the hashtag max out challenge? If you are, let's go get it. But it takes work. It takes that four letter word called work. W-O-R-K. A lot of people don't want to hear it. Hey, Larry, I want it served up on a silver platter. My, my leader's not doing it. My organization survey says, nah, it's that person in the mirror. That's real talk right there. Exactly. It's not even like a huge amount of work either to kind of stand out in someone's inbox today. Yeah, it's, it's a small amount. It's going past that generic pitching and that persona-based personalization and just finding something they care about. But your your situation is like, I'm shocked how many generic emails you're getting because your LinkedIn is just full of content, of speeches, of everything. So that, that really surprises me. But for someone who's maybe targeting someone and they don't have a lot of research on their profile, how would you kind of recommend that someone can then stand out? Charlotte, you got to put your thinking cap on. Where there's a will, there's a way. So folks that aren't active on LinkedIn, you've got to find something. And if you can't find something on them, you can find something on their group. Yep. So Charlotte, I, I know that right now, SDRs, what's on their mind is pipeline. How can they build pipeline? How can they separate? I, I didn't, I didn't, all I did is looked at your profile and saw your title as an SDR. I know that other SDRs, this is what's keeping them up at night. I'm putting that out there. Now, if I want to dig further, I'm going to go ahead and look at where did you go to school? I'm going to reference Nottingham Trent. That mm -hmm. probably brings a smile to your face. That probably has a, a warm place in your heart. You're like, oh, how did he know that? And then just being authentically you. So many people are robots and I've been there before. My first SDR role, BDR role, I was making 150 dials. Hello, this is Larry Long Jr. calling with Sage. No, no one talks like that. I had a manager who cared who said, hey, Larry, talk to these prospects like you talk to your homeboys. I said, hey, James, you want to understand how I talk to my homeboys? That might not be, that might be an HR violation. He said, you're right, but let's find a happy medium where you can be you and have a smile on your face and not be so robotic because nobody talks like this. It made the world of difference. People can, they can smell BS from a mile away. They can also smell authenticity. When you're being yourself, whoever you really are in your emails, in your LinkedIn, in your phone calls, it makes a world of difference. People want to talk to real people who really care. Do you really care? Because that's going to come through. Yeah, it's not just what you say, but it's also how you say it. And there's tone that you can project in your emails. Use some emoticons. Use some GIFs. Use some funny pictures. People say, oh, that's not professional. People love to laugh. Yeah. I think that's such a key point as well, like getting your personality through and trying to create a human element in your email instead of just sounding like the same robotic emails as every single person. How many do you get that are 
like people just have it like I like to add my dog into my videos just to because she's basically a part of me so if I'm prospecting Mila's prospecting so that's how I try and get like my funny side across what's a, a good example of you've seen of someone really getting their personality across Oh, good. It's just people being real, being authentic. I'll be honest with you. I'm a big believer. I love video because that's where you can really capture the person. Not many people use it. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where everyone can do it, but not many people do. So anytime I get a video and someone's talking to me, it's like, yep, I feel you. You took the time to actually record a message to me. You said my name, Hopefully, if you didn't, then uh-oh. If you're sending this video to everybody, survey says, nah. But you took the time. Hey, what's going on, Larry? I love your energy. Oh, I've never heard that before. But hey, I'll take it. I love your energy. I saw you on the Inbox podcast. I heard you and thought that we might have something that could benefit your business. Hey, tell me more. I'm going to give you at least the courtesy of a response and not hit the delete or on LinkedIn, the archive. How many of these are you getting, would you say, a week? <laughs> a week? Are you, you got jokes. I mean, uh, more like in a month, I can count on one hand the amount that I get in a month. Not many people are using it. This shocks me because everyone hypes about video. Everyone hypes about voice notes. And every single person that I've spoken to on this podcast has said we get none, one a month, maybe two a month. So I find it crazy how people aren't using different mediums to try and stand out. Yeah, don't believe the hype. I mean, hey, I would encourage folks, differentiate yourself by actually doing it. When I think about the ABCs of success, A is taking action and having an accountability partner. B is belief. Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in your solution and the value that you add? The C, eh, confidence, courage, but ultimately it's got to be care. Do you actually give a damn? Do you dream? And do you share your dreams in your emails? You can say, I dream of working with you. People appreciate it. And then energy. Do you bring the energy with your messages or do you suck out the energy? Mm -hmm. Hello, this is Larry Long Jr. Womp, womp. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You spoke, you spoke about arch archiving your um, LinkedIn as well. What's that kind of full of? Because it sounds like your, in, your email inbox is by far the most saturated, followed by potentially LinkedIn and then cool. So let's talk yeah, about- Yeah, so my email inbox is unruly. I pretty much, I delete a lot of stuff. I file a lot of stuff in my FYI folder, never to be seen again. I'm on top of my LinkedIn inbox. Now, in terms of the outstanding connection requests, I mean, I'm maxed out at 30K. So essentially for me to accept someone, I got to prune someone. And that process is so manual. I thought about hiring an intern. Any interns out there that are hearing this, if you want to help me, come on in. Because <laughs> it's so manual to figure out, is this someone that I want to prune and kind of kick out of the network? Or is it someone that I want to keep? And then I got to, someone's got to go for someone to come in. So I think I'm over a thousand outstanding connection requests, which I hate to oh. even say that out loud. It's, it's cringeworthy. <laughs> I didn't know they capped it at 30K. Yeah. So how, how is someone supposed, do you check your in-mails then as well? Oh yeah. Yeah, if it's customized. If you come at me with some BS, 
And we all know what BS is. We all know. I mean, I played sports and I used to swing off the tee and I was trying to take a hundred good swings. I know when I was going through the motions and not doing it well. When you send an email, you know if you're giving your best or if you're just going through the motions. People yeah. on the other side know that as well. And for me, if you go through the motions, in the words of sweet Georgia Brown, ain't nobody got time for that. Life is too short. I don't have time to be looking through some bogus messages that you yeah. sent to 30,000 other people. If it's not for me, it just ain't to be. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't opening it. Click. No, thank you. Archived. The thing is, like, so many sales reps moan that in mails don't get seen, in mails don't get seen. But I think you kind of hit it. The fact that they do get seen, they're just crappy in mails that no one actually wants to reply to. That's right. Bad in mails don't get seen. Good emails at least have a chance. Does that mean that 100% of them are going to get read and responded to? Heck to the no. But is it going to increase your percentage for sure? And I can guarantee, there's no guarantees in life. I can guarantee you, you put in that time that effort to customize, you're going to see an uptick in your outreach. It's all about relationships, all about relationships. What relationships are you creating? Is it built on trust? Is it built on care? Is it built on love? I mean, the dreaded L word, do you love what you do? That's contagious. Keep your droplets to yourself and spread the love. If you're out there helping other people, let it be known. Be loud, be proud, be strong. Let's get it. I mean, this, this is exciting. Just talking to you, I'm getting excited about this. Can, can everyone else say that they're excited about what they do? If you're not, it might be time to make a change. I'm not one to gossip. So you ain't heard it from me, but find something that you're passionate about. Exactly, exactly. And I have my last question, which I love to, I love to ask. And I think from that little speech, I know what your answer is going to be. But what do you think the future of prospecting is going to look like? <laughs> I'm scared to say it. I'm really afraid. I mean, something's got to give, something's got to change. So I'm hopeful. I'm positive. Um, and there's a lot of room for improvement. So if you're doing it well, you're going to be in great shape for a long time. If you're doing what everyone else is doing and expecting different results, Ooh, I'm a, I'm a pray for you. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity. The sky's the limit. My hope is that folks actually make the change. Leaders, organizations, sales professionals actually make the change. Am I hopeful about it? Yeah, kind of, sort of. But I don't know. A year from today, we'll probably be having the same daggone conversation, unfortunately. I yeah, I hope not. I, I hear some interesting answers from this. Like, my thought was like, are we going to shift more towards the B2C space and be more crazy and out there? Like companies like Thursday doing all this crazy stuff to capture attention of people. Or uh, Kyle mentioned that he thinks the future is just going to be like super personalized and super focused. So, But thanks, Larry, for joining me on this episode. And thanks all for listening. Again, if you like what you hear, then you can check out my Prospect Attractors guide in the description link below.